For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I am Davey Hudson alongside former Titan Denard Walker and we appreciate you joining us here today as we get set to break down the Titans Week 13 matchup against the 8-3 Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns, the same record as the Titans. Are they as good as the Titans? We'll get into that as we discuss, really, in my opinion, Denard, what's the, uh, I guess from a record standpoint, the best two teams that are playing this coming weekend. But before we get into any of that, Denard, I want to ask, man, are you having a good day so far? You know what, Davey, so far so good, man. I can't complain. Just the weather is starting to drop a little bit. But other than that, everything is great. Yourself? I'm doing well. I'm with you. We kind of had the, the cold front come in here too, but um, hopefully that's, uh, you know, that, that could be to the Titans' advantage. We are playing at Nissan Stadium this week. We know once it gets colder, people decide, you know what, I'm not even going to try to tackle Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry, <laughs> he did lead the league in rushing yards this past week with 178. So the next closest, though, on that list would have been Nick Chubb. We'll get to see him this week and just to make sure that I get my numbers correct on that matter before we get in. Yeah, Nick Chubb had 144 behind Derrick Henry's 178. But what's funny is Derrick Henry, they listed him as at fourth on the PFF fantasy thing because he had 124 after contact. So after contact, he still came in fourth overall, which just goes to show how incredible he is. But we'll get into that and much more. But to get us started, I want to ask, do you believe and Believe in Titans is presented by BetOnline.ag. The NFL season is in full swing, and you might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at BetOnline. Last I checked, the Titans, that line against Cleveland, Titans minus 5.5. I'm feeling good, Denard. We'll give out predictions here a little bit later, but hey, if you think the Titans are going to roll against the Browns, go ahead, get your money in. But from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Denard, we are, as you say, getting into the meat and potatoes of the schedule. And for the Titans, I mean, we're sitting at 8-3. and three. Things are looking pretty. We're in control of the AFC South. The games remaining for the Titans are hosting the Browns this Sunday at the Jaguars on the 13th, hosting the Lions on the 20th, at Green Bay and the Packers on the 27th, and then at the Houston Texans on the 3rd of January. So a very reasonable schedule when you're looking the rest of the way. But as we make this final push and we get set for Sunday, just give me your general thoughts on how you're feeling about this game against Cleveland. What what should we be expecting whenever we're facing them? Like, how you feeling? Well, you know what? We talked about in the summertime, we said there was a one game that we kind of had kind of mixed feelings about, and that was the Buffalo game. Remember, we kept talking about that game. 
that was the game that we really we felt like okay we don't like the matchups for some reason we felt like buffalo would basically push tennessee to a point where we just thought it'll be favorable in ball to for me for a buffalo so this is a game when i look at it and as i kind of break it down i'm i'm sitting back and i'm looking at this team uh, in Cleveland, and I'm saying to myself, what is it about this team that makes them eight and three at this point? And I keep thinking, what is their DNA? Cause you know, they really, to me, haven't beaten a worthy opponent this year. Yeah, they beat Jacksonville last week, barely. What was it? 27, 25. And yeah. Jacksonville really exposed them. And I kept thinking, uh, Pittsburgh basically beat them down from the time that they got off the bus, uh, down in Pittsburgh. And then I kept thinking, Baltimore beat them down. But then they just, they're very, like, you just can't put your finger on it. Like, which Cleveland are you going to get, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. but the thing that I love about this team is in the last few weeks, I think they have started to understand what they are about. I think they're understanding what Coach Stefanski is implementing in this program. And that is, listen, this is a physical football team. I think they're really good up front. Not the best, but I think they're really good. I think they play together. Not to mention you got former Titan Jack Conklin really anchoring that line. And I keep saying to myself, what is it, Davey, about this team that it just kind of worries me? Like, I just can't put my finger on it. But then I go back and I say, you know what? Everything that really revolves around this team, it has to do with Nick Chubb, the Georgia Bulldog. My favorite player coming out of college out of the University of Georgia was Nick Chubb. And there's something about him. He's a very special back. And as he gets going, so does this offense. He literally galvanizes this team. And he's the X factor coming into this game is Nick Chubb, number 24. So if I'm the Titans defense this week, I'm saying to myself, let's get ready for a heavy dose, a dosage of number 24. Because that's really where that is, that's the anchor of this team, this 24. So again, I'm just, that's, I keep going back to 24. I don't know why. The 24 has been like embedded in my head, baby. I cannot get Nick Chubb out of my head. So until the game after Sunday, I'm going to be thinking about Chubb. Well, Denard, I mean, if you look at that offense, they definitely rely on their running attack. Uh, they kind of got a two-headed monster there. I know you've talked about Nick Chubb, but Kareem Hunt's the other guy that can Ooh. step in and Add some value to that roster. Now, Titans fans, last time they saw the Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns were the preseason Super Bowl champions. Uh, is probably the best way to put it. And the Titans <laughs> went in to First Energy Stadium and beat them forty-three to thirteen, and it was just, it was not pretty for Browns fans. And it was a real quick wake-up call for them because last season ended up not going great for them either. Denard, you kind of started this off, and I guess just to kind of give my general opinion, like I, I'm i not very high on this Cleveland team. I think they're a good team. They're, I mean, they're middle of the pack, but I, I don't think that they should be up there whenever we're talking about, well, the Titans are 8-3, and three, so, so are the Browns. Like The Browns have been extremely fortunate with the schedule that they have played. I calculated the wins of their opponents that they have beaten this year, and I guess to get the losses out of the way real quickly, their first game of the year, they also got thrashed like they did last season against the Titans, but they got beat by the Ravens 38-6 to week one. Week six, they got beat by the Steelers 38-7. to And then week eight, they got beat by the Raiders 
16 to 6. So you're probably thinking, all right, well, who are their other teams? Well, they have been able to beat the Cincinnati Bengals twice. They beat, and Cincinnati's combined record is 2 8 and 1. Now, granted, one of those wins, which shouldn't have happened, was against the Titans. And then they beat the Washington football team. Washington is 4 and 7. They've also beaten Dallas. Dallas is 3 and 8. They did get a big win over the Colts. I will say that was a really good win on their part. The Colts are 7 and 4. Titans got a heavy dose of them the last couple of weeks, playing them twice. There are other games and really their last three matchups. They've been able to win by five points or less in all of those, but they beat Houston, which is four and seven. They beat them by three, ten to seven. It was a very boring game. They then beat the Philadelphia Eagles, twenty-two to seventeen. Philadelphia, not a good team, three six and one. And then they beat Jacksonville this past week by two, as you mentioned. Jacksonville one and ten on the season. So whenever I'm looking at this roster, or not this roster, but this schedule, what it tells me is they've been fortunate, one, that they've got to play the AFC South, and they've been extremely fortunate that they got to play the NFC East, which is the worst conference I've seen or division I've seen in professional football in quite some time. The, whoever wins that division is not going to have a winning record whenever they head into the playoffs. So the fact that they have been fortunate enough to play them has been able to inflate the Browns' record, and as I call them, they look like a paper tiger. Now, that doesn't mean they can't come in here and win, as we just talked about that. Cincinnati Bengals showed up and happened to beat the Titans a couple of weeks ago. But for the Titans, if they stick to their bread and butter, which as we know is Derrick Henry getting him the ball, they can be extremely successful. And as we've seen, Denard, I'm even starting to hear a little bit of hype about Derrick Henry being a Heisman, not a Heisman, sorry, a dark horse candidate Heisman. for MVP. He already was the Heisman. That's that's <laughs> He's just going to add on to the trophy list. So... Whenever these the Browns have played good teams, they've they've been blown out outside of the Colts game. So I'm not I'm not exactly sold on them. I will say that they do get Miles Garrett back, which is a very big addition that they're going to be adding to that defense. They also lose starting safety Ronnie Harrison, which is a very big subtraction from that defense if you're the Titans. And the Titans, as we've kind of looked at last week from an injury standpoint, we were pretty fortunate. We don't really have anyone we're definitely missing that we were expecting to have, and so. We've seen other guys step up and play. Like last week, it was Breon Borders doing really well. And it just seems as though the Titans team is coming together at the right time. And as we, we move forward, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this game. So, Denard, I guess my next question to you is, even though we're going to see a heavy dose of Nick Chubb, what is it from the defensive side of the ball that the Titans should look to attack? Where should they be worried when you're focusing on the on the Browns' defense, what's your takeaway from, from looking at that? It's very easy when I look at this team on film, okay? They got some playmakers, of course. OBJ is out. Uh, he's lost for the, season, for the season, but you do have Jarvis Landry, uh, LSU. I, I just want to throw that in your face, Davey. You got Baker Mayfield. You got Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You got uh, Higgins, who's playing really well. Cardell Hodge. They got some playmakers. Now, this is what you have to do to this team. And if I'm a coach and I'm defense for Mike Vrabel, what he has to say is we have to jump on this team and jump on them early. If we get this team, basically make them one-dimensional. Let's take away the running game. Let's make them beat us in the air. I don't think that they can do that. Then I think we got a chance to be successful on the defensive side of the ball. But let me tell you something. With a team like this, if you allow this unit to get going, Davey, it could be a long day, just like we saw this team when they kind of had a, a mislapse down in Cincinnati. This is a team that you do not want to give life. 
Pittsburgh took care of business early. They put them down and out. This is the way that you have to play a team like this because they really, they're not proven. And what I mean by that, like you said, they haven't beaten anybody special other than the Colts. So the way that you do it, do it like the Ravens did. You go in there, you take care of number 80, make sure he doesn't beat you. You put the hands in the other receivers, Higgins and Hodge and Taylor. You basically say, Baker, I want you to beat us through the air. I don't think that you're ready to do that yet. You're not Tom Brady. You're a good quarterback, but you're not great. And if they can make this team and this offense one-dimensional, this game can be over very early. Yeah, and I mean, I kind of hope that's what we see. I mean, the Titans, they ran away with it in the first half against the Colts, putting up 35 points. And it's just, I mean, if the Titans team continues to roll, Titan fans should be feeling pretty good. I'm just, I was kind of going through, Denard, and you know how much I love pro football focus. And the Titans, like as of late, like we've just been balling out. I mean, when you look at receivers making guys miss tackles, like A.J. Brown's like at the top of that list. When you're looking at just running in general, I mean, we know what Derrick Henry can do. Ryan Tannehill's just being extremely efficient. And this this one I thought was pretty incredible. But um, so when you're looking at the highest graded quarterbacks, or sorry, cornerbacks over the last five games, and this requires a minimum of 250 snaps, who do you think the best corner in the league has been, according to Pro Football Focus? Probably Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. Yeah, absolutely. You want to take a guess at who's fifth in the league? Breon Borders. It's Breon Borders, man. Good job. Good job. You got me. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I, easy. Yeah, turn, just turn, watch turn play. the trick. Yeah, turn, turn the trick yeah, on that time. You're not going to get me. But, I mean, it's it's looking good. The other stat I took away from, you know, just trying to get that deep ball going for the Titans offense, when we're looking at rate of catchable passes thrown 20-plus yards downfield this entire season, the Titans are number one in the league. So, at 63%. So, Tanny's got that nice deep ball going. and I don't know if there's anybody else in the league that can run crossing routes as good as A.J. Brown and Corey Davis do. I know we're using the play action a lot to set that up, but, I mean, you saw A.J. Brown's touchdown over the weekend. That was just off a simple crossing route. And they continue to just scare the teams with Derrick Henry. All right, you're going to bite. We were able to freeze the, the linebackers just long enough, and then, boom, right over the middle. We got two guys that are big, strong, and they'll run over you and make a play. So... I'm feeling good. I would like to see the team get Jonu more involved this week. He didn't have a single catch this past week. I know he's been kind of banged up, but still, it's it's one of those things to where they went with Jeff Swain. Um, yeah. the, but the tight ends, we really didn't have to utilize them that much this past week. But I was going back, and it's just this team is playing with a chip on their shoulder. And, and Denard is a guy who who grew up really as far as whenever I learned to understand the game of football. It was kind of in high school, early college, and the Titans just weren't good. And I just didn't really feel confident whenever those teams went into games. But right now, and I hope I'm not setting myself up for a letdown this season, but I feel confident with how this team is operating, how they are running things on the offensive side of the ball, particularly with Arthur Smith. And on the defensive side of the ball, we started to get better. You know me, I've been very critical of how they've been handling some of the play calling, some of the third down issues. But over the last two weeks, we've definitely improved in those areas. So as a Titans fan that was not necessarily used to teams that came out and you were really expecting a whole lot from from what I've been seeing these last couple of weeks with the Titans, minus that Colts game, things are looking up. And again, like if you want to get Derrick Henry that rushing title, these next five games that we have on the schedule, their run defenses are not good. And as I started the show off with, it's getting cold. And we know what that yeah. man can do whenever that weather starts to dip. 
Yeah, that cold work, that cold weather makes a coward out of us all, especially when you're on that field and you got to play in it because it doesn't feel good when that cold hits you and then you got to go hit somebody else. It's a very uncomfortable feeling. And this is the time of year where you see teams that can run the ball and they're productive. Guess what? It always gives them a chance uh, at the end of the day to be uh, to come out, come out of that game victorious. This is where I've said all along that if you're going to make a push uh, for the playoffs, it starts right now at the end of November and in the month of December. And the way that you do that, if you have a strong running game, that will give you a shot. And let me tell you something. You know, what scares me is the fact that, you know, we this happened earlier on in the season where we thought games that, you know, was very favorable when you look at Tennessee. Jacksonville, Houston, we thought these were games where they should be able to take care of business and take care of business early. Then for some reason, we're both texting each other and, <laughs> you know, said, uh oh, what, what happened? And so what you don't want is a letdown, especially after the way that you've been playing the last two weeks. So this is a team, again, I'm coach Babel is saying it and I know he's harping on this, but he's basically pointing uh, to a game like what happened in Cincinnati. You know, this was a team that should have blew out Cincinnati and then it was the other way around. So he's instilling that in his guys and saying, listen, let's forget about the record right now. Let's let's forget about they haven't really played anybody other than the Colts. That's their signature victory. This is a team um, in Cleveland right now that's saying, listen, we're going to play the hottest team other than Pittsburgh in our division uh, in the league right now in the Titans. So this is a statement game for us right now. I can tell you what the guys uh, in that Browns locker room are saying, Davey. They're saying, listen, we haven't had a big win all year other than the Colts, okay? We are the laughing stock right now as far as eight and three teams, okay? Because the same things that we're talking about, everybody else is saying the same thing. So they're going to come in at Nissan Stadium, and they're going to come to play. So when you're Tennessee, you're going to have to buckle up and you got to make sure that you you put these guys out early because if you give this team life, they will absolutely make you pay for it. So again, to Cleveland, this is a statement game. To Tennessee, this is just taking care of business. And if Tennessee will take care of business, get this game over early, it'd be lights out. I'm I'm with you, Denard. I was looking up the Colts. I was curious. Uh, I should know right off the top of my head, but their next game this coming week is against the Texans. Texans have been a little bit more formidable last couple of weeks. They're definitely playing better since moving on from Bill O'Brien. So, and that game is at Houston. So, whenever we're looking at this AFC South run to finally see who's going to claim that division, it's it's some tough games for both teams this week, I would say. And so, hopefully if the Colts drop this one, Titans win, move up, got a two-game lead at that point, and surely we would find a way to close out as we get towards the end of the season. But, I mean, right now, while we're recording this, Denard, I know I've had a lot of questions about playoff seating and, and what have you. We're recording this before the Ravens and the Steelers have played their game. Their game is supposed to take place Wednesday at 340. Um, hopefully there's nothing else that's going to delay that happening whenever it comes to positive COVID-19 tests. But if that game does get pushed back or what I guess at this point canceled, that's when we'll see the league likely go to that eight seed playoff format. 
But as of right now, we're still set for the seven-seed format. The Titans, they hold the tiebreaker over the Bills uh, because of that win, as we mentioned earlier in the show. And so right now, outside of the Steelers and the Chiefs who are in front of the Titans, Titans are looking for the three-seed. And it would be great to have Nissan Stadium host a game for the playoffs because that's not happened since 2008. And I don't like to say it, but dang, that was 12 years ago, man. So, yeah, it would uh, it would be really nice for the city to be able to, and the state for that matter, to kind of get that going again and be hosting meaningful football games in January. But, Denard, we're getting to that point, man, where for starters, I want to say weather still kind of questionable for what we're going to see on Sunday. Hopefully it's nothing too bad. Like, I mean, I expect it to be cold, but from a, a wind standpoint or rain standpoint, it's kind of up in the air. Last I saw, it was like 25% chance of rain in Nashville. But again, that's been changing pretty sporadically. And so I just mentioned that because special teams is always something to keep an eye on with this team. Fortunately, this past week, things went great. We were in a dome. So take that for what you will. But uh, Denard, as we get ready to give our picks, man, any any final thoughts? Well, I will say this. This is interesting. The Browns already have their most wins in 13 years. <laughs> That's pretty wow. crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, you know, like I, I was reading that and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. And listen, let me just say this is, you know, when I break this team down, I, I you know, sometimes when you look at a team, you, you want to say, what is their DNA? What is it that make this team special? What is it that they struggle with? What is it that they're trying to do? When I look at this team, like I said before, everything really revolves around Chubb and Hunt, that running game. I do believe that our front, our interior with Landry, Simmons, Jones, I do think that they're a lot better than Cleveland's interior um, offensive line. Now, does that mean anything? No, because if you don't go out there and play and you don't take care of business, then we, we saw what happened in Cincinnati, okay? And we saw Samaje Piran basically go off, and we haven't heard from him all year because he was filling in for Joe Mixon. So this is a game, like I said before, if you're Tennessee, you're coming off two weeks of playing probably as good as you played all season. Don't take the foot. Don't take your foot off the pedal, okay? Take this game. Take care of business. If they do that, the way that you win and you beat this team is you have to take the blueprints out of Pittsburgh and Baltimore. And that means from the time that this team steps on the field, you got to jump on them and jump on them early. If you don't, just like in Cincinnati, remember I said as I, I, I continue to allude to something that I was talking about earlier, that there's no disparity in the National Football League. You give a team life. They'll take it. And if they take it, guess what? You end up on the receiving end where it's not good for you. If they're able to go in that game, get King D going early, get our receivers, AJ, Corey, making plays on their uh, defensive backs and Denzel Ward and Terrence Mitchell because Greedy Williams is out for the season and expose the secondary because I think they're going to give up some plays. They play, they try to play a lot of man to man and they're pretty good at man to man. It's just in zone where they actually struggle. And if you can do that, and then our defense, basically, if you can stop 24 and 80, that's, that's their playmakers, not number six. Again, I love Baker Mayfield because, number one, he's a Texas guy from Austin, and he goes to the same school 
or he went to the same school as my son attends at the University of Oklahoma. So I always root for those OU guys because they're Texans, number one, half of them. But you got to get on them early. If you do that, this game is over in the first half, just like we saw last week. When this team, when Tennessee puts together uh, four quarters of football where they play offense, defense, and special teams, and they play together in each unit, galvanizes one another, I don't think there's anybody in the league that can play with this team other than Kansas City. If they do that, this game is over. We're not even talking about this game. We're on to the next one, dude. So with that said, Denard, what's your score prediction? I hate predictions. I know you do. But I'm going to ask it every single week. Every time I give a prediction, it seems like I I said 31-17 last week. I was almost close. So I'm going to go this. If Tennessee takes care of their business, I got them putting up, say, 38 points. And I got 31-17. I got, I'm sorry, 38-17. Tennessee, if they take her business, if they don't, then I'm not picking up the phone because I know you will be texting or you will be tweeting me and I will not answer. I will be giving you hell. That is for sure. (laughs) Uh, I I did want to say the of the last four or four out of the last five games, Derrick Henry has rushed for over 100 yards. I expect that trend to continue this coming Sunday. And as I give my prediction, I will say that the Titans, again, 30 is my magic number. If the Titans hit over 30, I'm predicting them to get a win against every opponent in the league, except for maybe the Chiefs. But fortunately, they're not on the schedule as of right now. And so this Sunday, I got the Titans winning this one, 31. I think the defense comes back to play, and we're looking at a 31-16 to 16 score. I know 16 is a little bit of an odd number there, but 31-16, another double-digit win to carry on from last week, but I'm excited about this game. Uh, Tennessee Titans football is really all i got to look forward to right now, so I'm just saying that because things aren't so great on the Vols front. But, hey, the matchup against the Browns, I think, does favor the Titans, and either way, I think that Mike Vrabel and company will be putting on a show this coming Sunday in Nashville. And with that said, that is going to wrap it up for us today. But for Denard Walker, I am Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available in all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can follow along to keep up with all the latest Titans information on Twitter at Believe Titans. That's B-L-E-A-V-T-I-T-A-N-S. And hey, If you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.